0: guys welcome from welcome to tales from suburbia um today's podcast we're going to be talking about keys to successful friendship
1: all right so uh, i think that the first one we have is a big one that we both agree on and i think most people would agree on it's communication so talk 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 talking is key communication is key and we have had instances during our friendship where we were afraid to speak on an issue, and it never ended well for us, because being able to share your feelings about something allows for a more authentic relationship. Of course, there are different ways to approach these difficult conversations, but allowing yourself to be honest and vulnerable, all while being respectful is a great place to start. I don't know what you feel, but um, I mean, obviously we're talking about honesty and and getting over things, but Mm -hmm. in your experience, uh, I think there were a lot of things initially when we were younger that we kept from each other, or maybe we weren't as open about with each other. And then that was what kind of caused resentment or issues.
0: Oh, most definitely. I would say so. I think a little bit of background from us is like you said, um, in the introduction, from our first time on here that we've been friends since we were eight years old and I think a lot of things kind of came to a head in high school with us because we weren't open and talking with each other about certain things and that's just you know probably our age and stubbornness as well Mm -hmm. and we kind of let other people interfere in our relationship and didn't really protect our friendship very much. Um, like when you had a problem with me or I had a problem with you, I think we kind of like, uh, just threw it under a rug Mm -hmm. and didn't speak about it. And then it just came to a point and, you know, you had to do whatever you had to do, um, to make yourself more comfortable. And, you know, that ended up with us not talking for, what would you say, like a year and a half, two years,
1: um, was it even I, that
0: long i can't remember I think
1: We reconnected so we stopped talking in junior year and then we started talking again i thought it was, was in college
0: was it junior year or was it senior year
1: i swear that there was an instance we were in mr smith's <laughs> class oh my gosh. Okay. we like we were leaving and we had a passing period and i know i had him in junior year oh but yeah maybe. because i okay wasn't the right parking lot the junior parking lot and then the left was the senior or was this all senior maybe you're right
0: no okay. because we okay. couldn't park in the parking lot until okay. we okay. were
1: seniors and then maybe it was senior year yeah um maybe you had mr smith
0: <laughs> i feel like senior, was- i don't know there's i can't remember these people I anyway
1: <laughs> yeah so essentially what had happened was we had a mutual friend who um essentially I think we found out that she was just lying to both of us and trying to pit us against each other and Mm -hmm. instead of confronting the the issue Mm -hmm. head-on I had been in my own head because that's what I do Mm -hmm. and I was just playing it out and I decided to write a letter because at the time that's what I did yeah Mm -hmm. and I kind of The only gist of it that I remember is we're not being friends to each other. This is not what friends do. So Mm why are we friends?
0: Yeah. And I think you asked for like time away and a break. Yeah. Because we weren't being good friends to each other. And I took it as literally, okay, setting it up in the parking lot it was like the worst breakup ever right and like when people say that about friendships it's true they're like really bad breakups Mm -hmm. I felt like I was getting broken up with Mm -hmm. I got this dear John letter it was beautifully written um (laughs) (laughs) and I'm crying in the parking lot and we're in her car you're Tercel (laughs) Mm damn that Tercel um she was she'd pick me up from school I mean, from home to go to school. And that's how uh, our breakup happened. And I think it was very like traumatizing to me because I didn't know where it came from. And it Mm -hmm. goes back to us not talking. Because if we would have just talked, we would have known that this person was like feeding you half-truths or me half-truths or false information Mm -hmm. to each other about one another that wasn't actually happening
1: yeah we didn't give each other the opportunity to a defend the action if Mm -hmm. it was true Mm -hmm. um and to just be accountable if it was true we just made assumptions we made assumptions that this person because we Mm -hmm. had no other reason not to trust her Mm -hmm. that she was trying to be our friend and telling us what we should hear
0: agree and then you know looking back upon it and going back about growing pains and finding your voice um I should have probably asked where it came from and I didn't I think I just took it as like oh okay we're not friends anymore right like I didn't like fight to be in a friendship I didn't do anything on like my side I was just like oh okay like if this is what it's going to be like I didn't ask any questions so you know
1: Yeah. And you know, that's a, it's interesting to look back on that and think about how like nonchalant in a sense we were.
0: Oh, it was, it's weird, right? (laughs) To look back, like I'm telling you, it was the worst like breakup I've had ever, but then I was just like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, and maybe you were seeing like, well, this is what happens—like people stop being friends—or yeah. maybe you thought this is just a break, and then everything will be fine again. I really don't know. I don't know. I just remember seeing you during passing period, and like it being so awkward,
0: so awkward, and
1: so hard, and just mm-hmm. being like, "Yeah, we're that's it. Like we're that's no longer it.
0: friends." Because
1: mm-hmm. um, I don't think I did look at it as a break. Maybe because that's how my brain works. Like I cut people out very quickly hmm um but it was really hard to like still have to interact in certain ways like see you from afar <laughs> yeah <laughs> you
0: know? no I get what you're saying Like, it oh is-
1: she's at prom
0: well the other we problem we talk. had is that we had friends that were connected still yeah I think yeah because you had classes with people that I was friends with I had right. classes with people that you were friends with and they were friendly with us yeah. And so it was weird Yeah, because you'd be like, you probably hear things of me or I'd hear things about you and I'd be like, oh, okay. Right. And like normal things where we might've like congratulated or been excited for somebody. It was right. just kind of like, yeah. Well,
1: yeah. And I think, I don't know if that put our friends in a weird position. It probably did
0: because <laughs> I mean, I don't know, probably
1: <laughs> like those ones that were just kind of on the outskirts and then did, maybe didn't really understand what had happened or maybe we're like, just move forward. I don't know. I had my like honors kids
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and that was already like a complicated relationship that I had in that group. And then I had like my other group of friends that I hung out with at lunch. Like I just, I bopped from place to place. Mm -hmm. Um, and then during college, I had this feeling that I wanted to reach out to you. And then I ran into your brother
0: it's always my brother the catalyst for everything <laughs> i came home for like the holidays or something and
1: he was coming out of barnes and noble as i was going in. which <laughs> junior always year, barnes, barnes and noble, noble. <laughs> i mean good for he, him
0: he loves reading <laughs> i think he was like he's like into like, okay we're sidetracking but he's into like comic you know fantasy stuff well
1: not just that but there was a starbucks in there at that point
0: oh there was longer. yes that's so fancy
1: yeah so I don't know I just saw him and it was super awkward because it's not like I have a you know close relationship with junior
0: no Um, he's just known you since you were eight so (laughs) right like hide myself
1: so I think like I would just kind of awkwardly had a conversation trying to see how you were doing and then um felt more encouraged to reach out yeah and see I didn't know
0: you ran into junior you didn't no he didn't say anything I just was like I just got your though he wouldn't
1: because he's there to protect you maybe
0: maybe maybe because of how the friendship ended he was probably like yeah this is how she's doing but i just won't say anything
1: yeah Yeah. i think he kind of put it back on me which is where it should have been
0: yeah that's so funny i didn't know that see look at the things you learn (laughs) when you revisit things from 10 years ago or no longer than that
1: so um but yeah the moral of that is we talked about it we figured out what the The crux of the issue was and kind of blew our own minds in the process I think that we were kind of manipulated and um and then we worked on getting back and we were slow we were honest about it too that's the Mm -hmm. other thing we Mm -hmm. talked we're like I think you were more guarded than I was Mm -hmm. because obviously I initiated the the pain Mm -hmm. and harm Mm -hmm. and so um I think you were discarded and you wanted to see where it went but you were open and then Mm -hmm. you know
0: well because you know what at that time was I still friends with that person um
1: I think you were communicating somewhat because I remember we ran into their sibling at like an apartment complex oh okay and you obviously knew that that person I think you knew that they lived there too yeah and so I think you were still talking to them I just don't know in what capacity
0: I can't remember because I was probably guarded too because if I was still in that uh friendship with that person which I'm no longer friends with that person for a very long time um I felt really betrayed that they Mm. did that Mm -hmm. so I kind of was like well like what are friends
1: Mm. like
0: what is this about like you know because you had been in my life for so long or like jealousy is like a really weird thing I guess in friendships that people would do something like that right but then me being so blind to it I don't know you know me my history with
1: friendship yeah Yeah. kind of like all over the place
0: (laughs) not like in a bad way I just give people too many chances I think
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. You're just open. You're yeah. open to
0: like, give me that toxicity. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I think you're open to the human condition, like the process of figuring shit out. Like, I think you're open to that. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong. It's just that that's where you and I differ is that if a person shows me who they really are, and this is a lesson I tell <laughs> my coworkers, kids I work with, mm-hmm. when someone when someone shows you who they really are, believe them the first time. And that's Mm -hmm. just a lesson I've learned because probably from seeing you too, like Mm -hmm. you putting yourself out there over and over again. And it's those, that person's not changing that person. is They've shown you who they are. Yeah. At the end of the day. so And
0: obviously, yeah, that's taken me a a good long lesson in my life to learn that one. And now I don't have problems with cutting off relationships, which is actually kind of like a freeing thing with your boundaries is like, you know what? You've crossed them. I'm done. Mm-hmm. and Sorry, but we got to keep it pushing, you know? Yeah. And Took it a takes, long time to learn it.
1: Yeah. And it, it's, it's a lot of people. I have a lot of coworkers, adults that come up to me and they're just like, wow, I wish I started doing that sooner. I should have done mm-hmm. that sooner.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. hard
1: because we want to see the good in people.
0: Of course. And like, it saves you a lot of turmoil later on which you know whatever it only took me to 30 to find that out
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know well, you got there that's what's important
0: i guess <laughs>
1: um, i i do want to make a point about so we were always when we grew up we were over, always over at each other's houses talking mm-hmm. on the phone mm-hmm. um like we would get out of school and and talk on the phone so there's that's a that's a quality in in a relationship where you're physically communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have a lot of friends where we have this like understanding of I don't have to talk to you. I may talk to you twice a year um or maybe may vi- may visit once a year. Mm-hmm. and we're still close. We still have an understanding. so mm-hmm. I think it just depends on the connection you have with that person and what you're truly valuing in that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I know melinda and i have always kind of been more like sisters mm-hmm. um being in each other's homes as much as we were mm-hmm. um.
0: <laughs> like she's not lying like we would go home and we would watch shows and talk to each other on the phone as the show was actively happening mm-hmm. so we could hear each other's reactions yeah it I don't our know. Own what is. our own, our own commentary yes. like our own
1: talk soup episode yes um,
0: <laughs> I had a great time it was yes. fun time so funny
1: but and I had a few friends like that in high school where we would talk on the phone I think that that's a millennial thing I was thinking about that this morning like huh like do we how do I want to say this like my son's generation right
0: mm-hmm. he's
1: the border of gen z gen alpha yeah and they don't talk on the phone and when they do dude I don't think I told you this it's always speakerphone and it annoys the crap out of me I cannot
0: what is with people on speakerphone my husband he's always on the speakerphone and I'm like can you take it off it's like nails on a chalkboard in my ear like I don't want to hear it I just I don't care (laughs) like I don't understand it
1: um But yeah, I think the etiquette is a lot different. But yeah, we just were always on the phone. We were always very communicative in general, our Mm -hmm. our generation, I think, because we had to be.
0: We had to be because we didn't have any of the cool stuff. I mean, I remember getting like one of those like word processor machines. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a computer, people. It was a word (laughs) processor, like a high tech typewriter. And I just thought it was cool because you could put faces and print on it. Yeah. It's very weird. But yeah, we had dial-up internet when internet came out.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't have you know, my texting. first cell Yeah, texting but we didn't even. When came out, we had to pay like an arm and a freaking leg to text Well, as somebody. I'm
0: saying, like we didn't even have cell phones until I was like 18.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: I, I, was I didn't have it until I was, okay, I was so 16. Okay, so now I was 17.
0: I had and I had to pay head.
1: for it. I had a Nokia 5190 or whatever the gray one everybody had that I don't know I had the one where you could change the face plates
0: yeah yeah (laughs) and then you had to like use the numbers that have the letters on top of it and you would have to be like a oh shoot I need a c and then you'd have to like click it through the alphabet to spell like one word out
1: yeah so I think that it's just different I just thought about that on the way on this morning like when I dropped off my son and I was like
0: no, it's true because like today. if you call them, they're very awkward on the phone. Because my niece is the same mm-hmm. age as your son. Mm-hmm. Fourteen, right?
1: He's gonna be fourteen in January.
0: Yeah. Like if you call and talk sorry, to him on the phone. It's, <laughs> Jesus.
1: it's January
0: now. <laughs> I've been up since five,
1: okay? I had to go give blood at like five fifty this morning.
0: Hey man. But um yeah they're awkward on the phone you're like yeah. hey you're like where's your human connection where's your like human entity? even in
1: text I'm like
0: what <laughs> <laughs> my niece sends me some stuff or like I'm like what does this abbreviation mean I don't know I'm no, still very old I, I
1: can get with the lingo but like no I can't <laughs> my son fell off a bike and like scraped his shoulder and elbow like pretty bad and was sending his friends pictures of his like bloody shoulder and elbow like no context and then he because he accidentally sent it to me and I was like please stop sending gross photos like that (laughs) this is disgusting (laughs) okay so moving on I have making time and effort I don't know I'm not sure
0: no I agree if you don't but that's in any relationship if you don't put time and effort into it you're not going to build it it's not going to be sustainable like that's just a good one tack it on everybody to every relationship if you don't invest in it right if you don't plant the seeds and then water it and help it grow it's not going to like
1: well and maintenance looks different for every person you know Uh i mean i'm not sold on the love languages whatever ethos however you want to call it um
0: well I think they changed it too like didn't they add more and then I read those and I was like I don't get those either
1: right um I think yeah everyone (laughs) has their their needs and wants right in a relationship Mm -hmm. and uh everyone has a different personality or how they approach things so I think being able to respect those things recognize those things and you know we send each other TikToks because we know we need that serotonin (laughs)
0: Yeah, you introduced me to TikTok during the pandemic and yeah. it's been a,
1: right it's been addiction in
0: my life.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but we need that serotonin boost. Sometimes and... I just
0: need to see bread being baked.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, or soup. We do or send a soup. lot of soup talks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 you know, this just reminds me of, is you know the SNL skit where they're like, <laughs> the radio and they're like, yeah, Catherine or whatever her name is. That's great. Exactly. i made a sweater <laughs> it's like we're oh, sending you're talking tuss. about the
1: the oh my god what is it called
0: the, i don't know if we can say the name but well
1: yeah with with alec baldwin you're talking about that one right? the npr one
0: yes because okay. we're said, is that like balls. the no balls. the two girls okay whatever yes, we're but, it
1: them, but it had them but anyway oh yeah 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 okay so <laughs> <laughs> um and we have to, a part of that maintenance and effort with us, because we no longer live as close as we used to, no. it's planning um, and scheduling when to meet up.
0: Play dates. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we snap more often than we talk on the phone. It's very rare that we talk on the phone, um, but we text.
0: We text all and all we Snapchat. Long.
1: And Snapchat, yeah, all day long.
0: And they're hilarious. Mostly. Again,
1: I think we just need that serotonin, man
0: maybe you just need like visuals. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: because it's kind of like having your, when you have like these, di- which technology is good for, like when you have these different forms of the communication and like you move away from your friends or your family, you can still see them. And it's just like as easy as going in an app and recording yourself. And I think when you're away from people, like you need that. Like I know when I first moved away, it was very hard on me because I had, like like we said, tells from suburbia. I had lived in this one suburban city my whole life, essentially. So everything I knew was there. I obviously moved to another suburban city, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't survive. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but it's a lot further away, and surprisingly, the culture was very different to where I first initially moved to because it was a more rural area. Mm-hmm very rural <laughs> and um, so I needed I think these things helped me get through and being able to maintain friendships was having these nice little technology things so I yeah. could see people because it was well, really hard
1: and I think you did a great job better than me well we're just different in that sense like you make friends very easily
0: it's so- true I do <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> Yeah, recognize it. It's it's of my core strengths in life
1: Yeah, like you make friends very easily. So whether it was a job or mm-hmm. when you were at school, like you just connect with people really easily.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I don't, but I think but people trust me, which is weird. It's a weird thing. Like people know I'm being honest. I'm an authentic mm-hmm. human, so they trust me. Mm-hmm. But I have a arm's length
0: the well I mean like even strangers trust you to divulge weird things <laughs> right you're a beacon for yeah. divulging personal secrets yeah. to weird we'll have people have to do an
1: episode I'll have to try and remember maybe Melinda will probably help me remember uh all the almost weekly now yes it's weekly <laughs> uh interactions yeah. I have with strangers but yeah they just feel comfortable with me um and I'm more okay with that I feel like than Real people in my life, so
0: I 100% agree. I don't have you're, to maintain
1: anything with don't. a stranger.
0: You You're you 100% better with strangers <laughs> than like people yeah. in your life. They're like, it's okay, funny. she's
1: polite for short spurts, so this works.
0: Yeah, like just give me my outlet. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. it's really um, weird, but it happens.
1: Yeah, so yeah, definitely making the time and effort. Um, we've had to, I think, put more of into that but it's not hard Mm -mm. um Uh,
0: but that goes back to like what i was saying is if you want your plant to grow you gotta water it it. Mm -hmm. so what we do is we're just watering it constantly and we have flooded the basin (laughs) but that's really like how you maintain relationships is you just put in effort and time yeah whatever that effort and time looks like for the both of you exactly
1: and if there's like a period of time uh where that's not possible we've had those we've had mm-hmm. like you know droughts where we've been busy or we mm-hmm. were working on schooling or having kids or whatever it is
0: because mm-hmm. um, your life is always changing yeah. you have to grow with the people that are in your life in your relationships you have to grow with them yeah yes. and if they're important you'll learn to grow with it a new kind of normal is something you can always learn to adapt to if you're willing to participate and want to make the effort
1: yeah what do you want out of it that's kind mm-hmm. of what it is whatever you want out of it be real be realistic about it and then kind of figure out how to manage that
0: of course okay. yeah
1: all right so then honesty i think core I, core core value
0: <laughs> i i think yeah in any relationship friendship family romantic entanglements <laughs> um, honesty is just a huge factor and what is honesty to those people like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. how does someone like someone might believe that they are honest Mm -hmm. and truly to the core believe they're being honest but maybe the person that they're in this other relationship with friendship or whatever Mm -hmm. um, wants needs more divulging Mm -hmm. right but like maybe that person doesn't recognize it so having that conversation of like, what does this look like to you? Yeah. Giving people a full picture of what you need from them.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's hard too.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah.
1: It's hard to be that vulnerable and say, I really need you to express this more. I really need you to show up more. I really, you know, whatever yeah. it may be, um, well, who-
0: who wants to show someone all their like Mm. scars and ugliness Mm -hmm. like carl Rogers says like we all wear masks right Mm -hmm. who wants to lift the mask and to be that vulnerable me (laughs) because you're sick i'm just kidding i I feel like
1: i go through life like here's all my cards take it or leave it you do do that but that's
0: you you're like what like (laughs) I don't even know, like, 1% of the population. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is so funny because of how, you know, you grew up for you to be so unguarded that way. Yeah. Blows my mind. <laughs> I'm like,
1: what? <laughs> I think, you know what? I credit, and I tell people this a lot, I credit my mom with, like, not lying to me. Your mom my definitely mom did My mom was not very that. open and honest mm-hmm. about um, mistakes she made or where our life w- was really at she did keep things for me the things I didn't really truly need to know but um she was never gonna tell me a lot I mean she didn't even lie to me about Santa Claus you know
0: I know I think you were my friend who told me oh should oh. we say that I don't know <laughs>
1: anyway There's kids was, listening, was, close <laughs> your ears,
0: I don't think this is not for them <laughs> no. this will not be for them I no, don't don't think. listen
1: to this part in a car with a kid. <laughs>
0: skip for being you were that friend and if everybody knows what I'm talking about yeah she was that friend I didn't
1: even realize that
0: yeah you were that friend
1: because my you know, but you weren't
0: you were that friend for everybody I think you like blew the whole class's oh, mind wow. with I think well, you said it in a class
1: oh my god really
0: yes when we were like this in, out. <laughs>
1: That's my no recollection. Like in third
0: grade or something. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well you got like so mad. I think we were reading like (gasps) holiday books and you were like, you know what? And I was like this. And it's like silent. See, and this is this
1: has (laughs) always been an issue, is because um and why I don't know why information, Mm -hmm. gossip always comes to me. And I don't know how or why, because I don't hold anything in. I mean, obviously if it's like, if it's going to be really damaging to that person, um, I know how to keep my mouth shut or whatever, but in general, if it was like something that happened to their friends, like I would openly talk to them about it or I would bring it up or mm-hmm. it's not like I'm trying to harm them. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like they're going through this thing and da 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 da. you know?
0: no but but I think that's why you got mischaracterized growing up as like not a a nice person a villain and um I really think that's what happened because I would be and like she said like I would I always had an easy time making friends with people they would find out I was friends with you and they would be like how are you friends with her and I'd be like, cause she's freaking funny and she's awesome. And she's honest. Like, and that's what I would say. Right. And they would be like, she's so mean. I'm like, no, oh, she's actually very nice. Like, you're like one of my most, uh, you're a very caring friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've always been there for me, but you also like, you don't deal with people's bulls bull for a while. Like right. you'll entertain it. And then you're just like, okay, goodbye. Right. And you have a rough exterior mm-hmm. but you're a very soft person and I think people really miss out of that of you but I've always known it was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how to describe it.
1: <laughs> it's funny that you're saying this cuz I was talking to someone else I knew from elementary school today. So I talk to him often. Mm-hmm. Um and she knows but
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um you know, he mentioned that too like I don't know. He, he was like, you know what I miss? I really miss taking care of you when you were drunk. <laughs> I was like, what, why? What? I was like, why would that be? <laughs> Cause we used to party a lot, you know? Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you mean? He's like, because you're so strong. Like I just, it felt really good to be able to handle that for you. To kick yeah. people out of the house, to be able to take care of you when you were sick. Yeah. Um, and I had never even thought you know about About that that at all yeah it was interesting to hear his perspective like he's like we're very similar we've been through a lot of tough stuff but he he was like you chose to continue to help people you chose Mm -hmm. to reach out and be there for them and he's like and I've rejected
0: them yeah I think that's what happens to people though yeah you know you just either you become a helper or sometimes you just get really hurt and damaged and you're just like, no, like I can't expose myself to possibly being hurt again. Like you got to protect yourself and that's perfectly fine too.
1: And I think it brings us back to the honesty component when you are younger, young people, um, regardless of generations, right. Mm -hmm. Young people really struggle with their insecurities Mm -hmm. Being in their feelings too much Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you have hormones raging, you have your brain not fully developed, you're going through tough situations where you're growing as a person, learning as a person, and then you get in a fight with a friend who you thought was like really close to you, and now you're hurt further, right? Or you can't deal with their honest opinion of you or whatever it may be. Those things are difficult, Mm -hmm. um, but like I tell my son, like if the cracks show Mm -hmm. to other people and they no longer value you then they were not worth your time they were not a value as well they cannot Mm -hmm. they cannot see your worth why are you putting so much energy into their opinion
0: yeah well i mean like also being a teen is just a difficult place to be at anyways you know because they're in that world where their peers are everything yep exactly and you just can't Get through to them that they're not like you know.
1: Well, you and know? I think part of that is we had very strong families that we were connected to that we,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: <laughs> we did though. I mean, no, we, we did. We had I mean, a lot like, of cracks in those families, but yeah. we it, we knew who to go to when we needed to go to in in our in house, right?
0: Oh yeah, like definitely, <laughs> and like, we had
1: support, mm-hmm.
0: um, a thousand percent.
1: But, or we would go to each other, whatever it may be. But I think that some kids, you know, they don't feel comfortable having those conversations with their family members. They're powerless in a lot of the situations. And so it gets hidden and no one's being honest. There's families where nothing, there's nothing, no cards on the table.
0: Mm -hmm. I've I've worked (laughs) with families that way. Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. So, you know, when I have parents ask me, well, how do I tell my kid about, This thing that's happening in our lives you know a death or divorce or whatever I tell them to be honest with their kid like you don't Mm -hmm. want your kid to resent you because you hid information from them Mm -hmm. um there's different ways to approach it depending on you know cognitive levels and things like that. yeah and I
0: think that's really what it is is like depending on where that person's at how you approach it yeah but definitely honesty um and open honest communication Yeah. yeah with everything in life even if it sucks
1: yes and come from a place of compassion because mm-hmm. again my delivery is what needs work it's not the message it's the messenger <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh slightly yes uh,
1: i'm coming from a place a good place um you are but my brain works very quickly and i just get it out and uh the message i mean i get the message
0: out. you do you definitely get messages out yes you do <laughs>
1: and like an oracle it's like well here's the information take it (laughs) we're all doomed
0: you know what that's that's better though because you know me i uh, i will harbor things inside of me and then i will not harbor them (laughs) so it's better to out than in yeah
1: yeah i i mean you obviously don't want to cause harm to another person, but I think it's important to understand that there are things that you're going to say that are going to cause pain. Of course, yeah. um, Because people aren't necessarily ready to hear everything that you have to say, but no, you got to honor yourself and your relationship or whatever it may be and have those tough combos.
0: Yeah. So So sometimes you just have to rip the band-aid off and just do it and have that feeling of feeling ill and then once it passed, you know, you yeah. just continue the conversation.
1: All right. I'm gonna, is, it's difficult. All right. So moving on to the last point, I have like-mindedness.
0: Okay. So explain how we're like-minded. Not just kidding. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> so I feel like I'm a practical person. You I feel are. Like you're a practical person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need someone to understand my perspective. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't always come from people I'm in a relationship with um Mm. because I I don't know I don't have like a specific type that I date right or marry or whatever
0: no your types have varied
1: (laughs) right so um I think I have things in common right with people in romantic relationships of course yeah uh I think Melinda and I are very similar in hobbies or interests um tv shows we like like we are we are niche (laughs) we are in acquired taste territory for interests
0: yes with the
1: exception of bravo with the exception of bravo which is a very universal female millennial
0: yeah except i haven't been on it this whole like yeah. last year i feel really lost in the bravo verse yeah um uh, i need to get back into it but it's really hard
1: i mean i i don't know if i miss it i was watching oc the past couple of days it's good you gotta you gotta get on that but
0: is, is miss uh my favorite back I don't she think is say oh my gosh i was
1: gonna send you a snap yes last night and i was like yeah nah um oh yeah <laughs> she is more pretentious than ever like literally her. like I think it was a second episode she was like I'm done I'll quit I'm done I was like really girl really I don't
0: I love her I don't care I know I know you but you care. give me her vibes I know and, and maybe tried, that's why I love her
1: I tried to look on her birth chart yeah to see I'm like she got real bad Virgo vibes but she's not she's um she's a Capricorn son I don't remember the rest of her chart but she's a Capricorn I was like oh that also makes sense
0: well I'm married to a Capricorn
1: yeah I know a lot of Capricorns um earth Earth people and well you're an earth Earth person yeah but uh, are we, yeah. <laughs> I connect with earth really well, which again, brings me back to, I'm a practical person. Yes, Things you are. have to make sense in my brain. I am not a spontaneous person. I no. can be, if, if this is the, the qualifier, if I am on vacation, I am like Jim Carrey and yes, man. Sure. Yeah. Let's do that. But I have put myself in vacation mind mode. I have to work up to the spontaneity, okay? I have to make <laughs> it make sense <laughs> to me so that yeah. I can pivot. But yeah. on vacation, I'm like, yeah. Like Melinda's been on vacation with me before. Yeah, let's do that. I'm down for that. We're the sim- yeah. we're similar in that sense too, mm-hmm. where we're not pigeonholed to, but I really wanted to do this. And I am a planner, but I've, I've given myself permission on vacations to let the vacation happen let the moments happen
0: yeah you plan a vacation but you let the moments happen in the vacation yeah
1: i'm like if we can do this during that time great that's my my expectation is like i find a restaurant i want to go to so it's like that's not hard to meet that anything else that happens part of the journey
0: i feel like that was our points of entrance on vacation was where do we want to eat at yeah
1: for real and you know what on our debating debating (laughs) On our trip to um, Walnut Creek, Napa, San Francisco, whatever. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> that was fun. The hodgepodge. It was fun. And we had amazing food. I still talk about That one Stanford, place we ate. Stanford. Yes. I still talk about it. If you've never had Stanford's good drinks. and you're listening and you're going to NorCal, there's multiple ones. There's some in Oregon as well. I think there's one in the Portland National Airport, not National Airport, whatever, the, the airport, PDX there is a Stanford's as far as I remember in the actual airport I wanted to go when I went to Portland but Joseph and I didn't have enough time
0: well also we have to put out there that this was many years ago so (laughs) the quality could have gone down but it's forever in our mind because the appetizers and drinks were they were really good yeah it was like we spent it wasn't very expensive but we were I think we were there for happy hour and it was really good
1: yeah it's like um, yard house meets a chilies. No, it's like no. A, it's it was like a in cheesecake in a yard yeah. house
0: had a baby. Yeah,
1: but the food quality was just
0: yeah. They were herb. and the drinks. I would well, we were drinking a lot, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was, it was really great, good. That part of
1: the trip was great. It was
0: <laughs> fabulous. No, I um, had fun. Me and you, we had fun, and then even driving up there, we had fun. Yeah. It was like And where we're located, it's like a really long drive. So you have to um enjoy the person you're going to be yeah. going with. And yeah. we didn't fight. Right? I think that goes back to the like-mindedness. We didn't fight. Yeah. We, we didn't fight had a great when time.
1: We, when we were there was an instance where things got tense, not between you and I. Well, oh no, we what was it? Between? Our reactions to things got tense. But it wasn't between the person us. that we were staying with kind of is a type A. And she's my friend, not Melinda's friend. And so (laughs) we were in very small court. We're in a studio, sleeping on the floor. And um, things got tense and people wanted to do different things and have different ideas about how to go about them. Mm -hmm. And um, in situations like that, I choose to eliminate myself, which is why I drive everywhere if I'm going anywhere.
0: Appreciated.
1: Because I don't like depending on other people because mm-hmm. I know things like this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so we, we, I think we silently communicated on that one of like,
0: uh. Yeah, high five for nonverbal communication. Because <laughs> it was a look, it was a thought, and yeah. it was like yeah. the same thing had been communicated like, for like-mindedness. And we did. Gotta ditch did. this
1: situation. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I think being able (laughs) to, like, we enjoy similar music, Mm -hmm. always kind of have. Oh, yeah. Um, So we knew what to play in the car. Like, you know, when you are just, you have similarities like that, even if things get tense, you can pivot to another thing. Yeah. Um, But yeah, our interests are, other than Bravo, like I said, like, we love K-dramas. Not a lot of people I know are into K-dramas
0: best stuff ever. People get into it. If I can't, let me get on my soapbox. Please get into K dramas. You'll never be disappointed. And you know you'll up your reading game. It's beautiful.
1: And <laughs> like, I think I think Netflix, Netflix. The vlogs. <laughs> it's fancy over here. Yeah. Um, no, I think Netflix is kind of pushing that genre because
0: absolutely or we just watch it so much that just what well, no, they send to
1: us before when when I started watching them there was like I don't know maybe eight Korean dramas on Netflix
0: yeah they make a lot now
1: yeah it's like a whole genre now okay. and you know we were having to go to what was the one that came, what that shut down that I was like my heart
0: it wasn't it wasn't oh drama fever drama fever was it drama fever I think
1: so I had a paid subscription we both did and we went, I didn't want to watch the ads and then they just shut that shit down
0: it was so good and we would talk about the episode okay so when we say we like do these things so they're like we literally had days okay I'm gonna watch this episode you're on yeah. this episode and then we would talk about yeah. it
1: be like did you finish it oh my gosh no you gotta you gotta you, you gotta like, get there. Be like oh no I had to I had to break because I had to go do this and that. I'm like, well, okay then. As soon <laughs> as soon as you finish this, or you're gonna be shocked,
0: and it never disappoints. I no. love K dramas. A hundred out of a hundred would recommend every time. Yeah, even the worst K drama better than a lot of stuff. Yeah,
1: but the seen. only other person I know is like my sister. I've tried to get other friends into them, and they're not into it. But they're not consistent about
0: it. Oh no, you Um, have to be consistent with those.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, we like things like that.
0: We are now a K drama fan podcast. But if you guys would like an episode on our favorite,
1: oh my gosh, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Let us. I I mean I've fallen behind. I did start watching Memories uh, of Alhambra.
0: Oh okay. Everybody says it's good
1: it's different but it is it's first of all it's set in Spain so that's different that's cool um yeah it's it's good so far I haven't like you're you're giving me like
0: vibes like that I'm not you're not pushing me towards it
1: visually it's really cool but I'm also I'm not paying full attention I'm kind of like
0: I'm well, not reading. given anything. our circumstances I'm just watching
1: the images fly in front of my face I'm like <laughs> hmm, okay
0: all right like we okay I would say that we watch so much k-dramas that I will walk away yeah. from the tv but still think I know what's going on yeah. but yeah. I don't speak Korean right obviously but I feel like I know what's happening but obviously I don't
1: but it, the way That's they how set much them I watch. up they revisit things a lot so you kind of you get the gist
0: I just do think I'm, I feel like I understand what's happening away from yeah. the subtitles and it's not yeah. accurate. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. that's not the point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I think that being able to have that, you know, baseline, I guess. Um, yeah. So you know that the other person understands your, understand your perspective so that when something does happen either in your mm-hmm. friendship or in a, something else in your life, a life event happens, Mm-hmm. That you know that that person a has your back and can understand where you're coming from, and also maybe is able to say what you need to hear that you haven't fully quite formed um, mm-hmm. for yourself yet.
0: Yeah, and I think being aligned with people, while everyone's different, but has the same like underlying, like you said, like mindedness, like values.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we do have very similar values in our yeah. thoughts and our beliefs, and how we treat people, and how we want to be treated in our daily lives. Yeah. So I think having those in common with people that you enter friendships with, or romantic relationships with, is 100% needed, because it's really hard when those aren't there, when those make up the core of who you are as a person. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think when uh, a divergent Attitude or value comes out to yours and in a friend mm-hmm. and it kind of shocks you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't know, especially in like today's climate, you kind of have to like reevaluate some stuff, like, mm-hmm. where did it go wrong? What happened?
0: <laughs> what happened? I think if anything, the pandemic, the panderosa, whatever you <laughs> want to call what we've been in, has definitely had people reevaluating. Their values and their relationships and their boundaries. Just like there's a lot, I think a lot of people did a lot of internal work over these last two years. Yeah. And then some people didn't. Exactly. But I feel like in everybody that maybe I interact with, and once again, that's probably because I choose similar people to interact with, they all did a lot of work on themselves these last two years.
1: I feel like if you're able to have those open tough honest conversations even if you don't believe in the same things that you're able to be respectful of one another Agreed. I mean there are obviously some core values that it's like mm,
0: well those are like your tenants like right if those are just something you're just so hardcore like I cannot be right. moved from this right it's like then if you're with somebody that's like no it's this way and they can't be moved then it's just like butting heads where what are you going to get out of that relationship right yeah you know
1: yeah well and it's not at a certain point I think it it can't fully be authentic
0: no because one of you or both of you is always going to be sheltered in your thought Mm -hmm. or your feelings yeah and that breeds and uncertainty and then it could also breed like a resentment of the relationship because you feel like you can't be who you are Mm
1: -hmm. you know yeah exactly like oh I can't talk about that with this person oh I can't bring this Mm -hmm. up with that person or um and because I think there are even though I you know I've talked about being the blunt one and the (laughs) the the curt one yeah I think there are I don't know. I want to say triggers, but there are certain things that if brought up around Melinda, she's going to also respond in a curt or aggressive way because it's just like, no, that's not okay. I'm not gonna oh, sit yeah. here
0: and mm-hmm.
1: allow you to.
0: Yeah, I will. This is the difference between us. You are very upfront in your stuff. I'm and like I'm very, I'm very much perceived as very nice. Um I'm always wanting to help people out. However, what I think concerns people, like you said, I will say something is that when you do cross my last like line in the sand or like my boundary, I will, it, it shocks people with my aggressiveness. Right. I think Yeah. they're like, well, Oh my gosh, where did that come from? But like, Ashley's like, Oh no, that, that, that's there. Yeah. Don't, don't shake the lion's cage. Right because it's there. And I, and I've had friendships that have seen that and they're like, whoa, like, I didn't realize you're that person. It's like, yeah, I'm nice. And I'm empathetic. And I always want to hear your side, but obviously it's gone too far Mm -hmm. and I'm done, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe that's my fault as a human to, you know, I'm not actively, telling them that they're getting close to the boundary but I mean it is what it is I can work on it I guess
1: (laughs) I don't know (laughs) well but I also think it's I think learning boundaries is kind of you know sometimes it's a lifelong thing you don't know how to put them up and um you try and give people those chances the benefit of the doubt whatever Mm -hmm. it may be Mm -hmm. and yeah people are pushed at a certain point, people can only be pushed so far, so hard,
0: you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, again, I, I maybe that's why I leak it out here and there because I'm just like, but I don't. I also as aggressive as I can be in my speech. In general, it is very difficult to make me mad. Like, I think I have, so. I have certain points where it's like, yeah, that's an immediate like set off. Um it's mainly around my possessions, touching my stuff, getting Mm -hmm. in my bubble. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I've learned that about myself too. Like I will just be sent into a freaking different orbit. If you eat my food that I have prepared for myself without permission, (laughs) but like I can put up with a whole lot. Yeah. Other than that, like, you know, comics made or
0: It's so funny in our dynamic because you really do give people that space Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and I'm perceived to give people that space, Mm -hmm. but I don't. Yeah. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Like if you talk to my friends or you talk to my family or like my husband, they will be like "Patient who? Right. In her. Right. (laughs) And I'm like. uh. It's
1: because you do it in the sense of like it's your tone
0: yes I'm my not. tone
1: it's un- I'm unaware of it I'm I not think- meaning for it to be what yeah. it is your yeah. tone is intentional mm-hmm. and you can hear the annoyance in it mm-hmm. and I can kind of be like mm, yeah her husband should probably drop that yeah. or um <laughs> we're going into this territory and I'm sure he picks up on it too like oh yeah he does got a got a reroute got a pivot
0: (laughs) get out of this I'm going into the hornet's nest
1: right but like you have those markers
0: yeah they're they're easily identifiable yeah if you know me
1: yeah and with me it's just like "Mm, water off the duck's back don't care what you have to say (laughs) i could hold i can withstand a lot you really can without getting annoyed or having any type of reaction um it's when i'm in my head about it for a long time and then another thing occurs and then you know it's kind of like a. you're
0: a builder yeah you're a stuffer you'll keep it down and then it's like like in therapy it's like oh here's my explosion point and it could be the most innocuous thing that sets you off yeah but then it's like
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know? Well, and that's what I was telling that friend that I was texting today. I was like, yeah, I pushed it all down, but like, dude, I feel like the only way I can feel feelings is watching movies or TV shows that ev- evoke that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, even if they're happy, like I get super emotional. When I'm proud of a character or a, another human being. I will cry for that person because mm-hmm. I'm just so proud of them. Mm-hmm. It, oh, it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And then I just look like an emotional wreck to my husband, who's like, "What are you crying about?" And I'm just like, "It's just so beautiful. I'm just so proud of that because they went through so much." You know, like I really get invested.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: to people's struggles. Yeah. Not to the point where like, if if I'm meeting with a student and they're talking about something difficult, um, I'm able to be that kind of rock for them
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and help them work through whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't take it home a lot of the times.
0: Yeah, I don't either. Um, I wonder what that is, like because we're both in the helping field, obviously, right. is being able to be that safe space for other people.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think because we needed it. That's mm-hmm. what I would attribute it to. Like I needed that as a kid and I didn't I I got it in spurts here and there. Yeah. But I did it wasn't consistent. And so I want to be that consistent thing for that person. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I don't, I don't see myself as saving these kids or like Mm -mm. anything like that. I just Mm want to be that person, a trusting person that they can go to Mm -hmm. and feel seen and heard. That's it.
0: Mm -hmm. Basically. Yeah. The same over here. I always, um, you know, working with clients, it's like, I always see it's your ability to join in with that person. Mm -hmm. Right your ability to be there and really not judge and just be a sounding board. And, you know, being a therapist, you're not there to like give advice. It's more like let people say what they got to say, be that safe space that they can say those things, Mm -hmm. Um, help them with, they need certain like techniques that you can help them learn or, you know, skills. But really I find that the most common thing that people need is just that person they can really just talk to and get off their chest and they know that person's not going to be like you did what right what's going on or like giving weird looks or like anything like that and maybe that's why we were both drawn to is because we didn't have those spaces for ourselves like you said yeah I mean like I had I had a good uh my parents were good parents but it it's not always it wasn't always the safest place to say your feelings if that makes sense
1: well, not only that, but like, who are you going to talk to about the things that you were experiencing now?
0: Considering it was <laughs> hostile you know, hostile at some points. And uh, those people were kinds of the ones creating it. Right.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> like, Even though I
0: love them. I love both of them. They're beautiful people. You know,
1: <laughs> it, it, it wasn't always, we didn't have the opportunities. I don't think. I
0: right. think now as adults, my relationship is definitely better right in that with the those with my family right but i had to learn to change and adapt yeah too
1: exactly
0: i don't know i think that it's also i think we're we've been able to maintain a friendship for so long back to the like-mindedness yeah you know is having that understanding of each other yeah and i think we were each other's safe space growing up
1: yeah well and yeah exactly but i I think at the end of the day, because of what we experienced, we wanted to help other people, Mm -hmm. show other people that we were, you know, truly there for them. Like we are Mm -hmm. both, we are both not to toot our own horns, but we're both great friends to other people. It's just that in Melinda's case, she gets, that gets taken advantage a lot. Yeah. Um, And in my case, I I don't know. I have a very small circle, right? You I don't, did, yeah. I don't invest in a lot of people at one time. Cause I'm just like, I know I can't maintain the level of friendship that I believe is important with mm-hmm. that many people. I give a lot to other people. And so I know realistically, I can't give that to a lot of people. I have to give okay. it to a small amount.
0: And I think I had to learn that lesson getting older because now my, my core group of my friends that I have is not, it's small. Yeah. I eliminated a lot of toxicity from my life um, because I would just take on a lot of people's stuff. Like she said, I would try and go above and beyond. And then, you know, in other areas, I, w- I would fail other people that were good people to me because I was like hyper-focused on trying to take care of this other person. Right. That was like enveloping my life. Right. You know what I mean?
1: So I think that's a good place to stop in this episode only because in our next episode, we're going to be talking about, um, overall values in both friendships and relationships. Mm-hmm. And, um, I guess giving a little bit more perspective on how we grew up. Um, and you know in our in our silos of our homes um and then how that bled into everything else Mm -hmm. so yeah I hope you guys enjoyed our first episode I know it could it was probably chaotic at times (laughs) (laughs) you know we always get back to the point it's just that
0: we circle back around yeah we
1: circle back around but um I think we have a lot to share and a lot to say and maybe that's mm-hmm. why but we want to encourage you guys to go check out our Instagram which is Tales from Suburbia podcast. Feel free to you know go over the, to the Instagram comment on any photos. I have this idea of posting memes here and there to kind of you know reminisce on the 90s. I really miss them.
0: <laughs> oh they're coming back like yeah, they are. everything yeah. I see I'm like whoa I wore that when I was like well like what is happening
1: yeah if you guys have questions or um, stories comments about anything, stories to share yeah we're totally open to all of that we really do want to focus on the, the importance of friendship but I guess more so like maintaining that authentic friendship because I think a lot of people be like oh yeah they're my friends but are they really I don't know um so, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> apologies in advance if you uh <laughs> stop being friends with people well no that's not the point there's going to be other topics these are kind of just things
1: that yeah we discuss. just want to share what we want to share our experiences what we learned along the way we're obviously not perfect we're obviously not you know the the sole resource for information
0: <laughs> no friendships not at all.
1: Relationships, I'm really I'm really not because <laughs> you know I, I haven't maintained that many um <laughs> <laughs>
0: that uh, you know there'll be other stories that we share, yeah. you know all intertwined but this kind of just gives you a baseline of like who we are yeah. as people see if you want to groove with us on this journey or not
1: yeah, for sure all right so we will uh talk at you guys next time all
0: right bye bye, bye.